Welcome to Relationships Unhinged Podcast, where we explore dysfunctional partnerships that became deadly. These stories give a whole new meaning to the term, till death do us part. Relationships Unhinged Podcast. Welcome back. Episode 50. 50. I think people even noticed that we did it all backwards, bizarro. I don't know. I don't know, but you know, I've been planning this one for a while. I found this story a while ago and I researched it and I saved everything for it. So you saved this for 50. Because this is the stuff of nightmares. This literally, this story and this 911 call it's going to leave people not the same <laughs> they're going to go in right. and they're going to come out a different person just from this episode yeah because this episode is really screwed up and i've had some listeners like say to me in this you know in this time that you know something's fucked them up like a story's fucked them up. like specifically <laughs> that 911 call where the guy is like following the guy like you, and the cops don't make it in time. Oh, like yeah, the whole time you're like rooting for the cops to get there, but yeah. they don't get they there. They did get there. They get there right after she's dead. Yeah, yeah. which is pretty good. Like think about how fast. I mean, they got absolutely. There. Yeah, because he got there and then he killed her and then they got right there. But right. still, stuff. You know, those kind of stories and that give people nightmares. That story was, was rough as fuck because you knew he was gonna kill her. Oh yeah. Like there was no question that he, maybe when he got there he like thought about it. That, that dude was on a mission. Yes, absolutely. So and he was literally drunk. like. So you weren't getting him out of it. You right. weren't. It, it was just happening. You were literally listening to, like, the preparation of this poor woman's death. Yeah. yeah. So then, like, you know, in, in the buildup in the last few weeks, and, like, even when we were on vacation, I was thinking about it, and I was like, hmm, should I do something funny? Should I do something scary? Should I do something, like, really tragic? What should I do, right? But it's just got to be this one, because this one is so messed up, and I'm not sure I'm the same. <laughs> this story comes to us from Springfield, Tennessee. This is the story of Samantha Parker and Joseph Parker. Okay. So Joseph at the time was 45. Samantha had a Samantha and Joseph had a grand a, gr- a grown daughter okay. and one grandson. So neighbors said they mostly kept to themselves that she rarely left the house and they didn't ever open their blinds. That the only people that left the house were when he went to work and he would like nod or wave but they claimed that he seemed very stern. And Incidentally, he had recently lost his job. He had worked. The perfect neighbors. He had, yeah, I know in your mind that's true. But he had worked at Rivergate Toyota dealership and he lost his job there. So it was on their 12th anniversary that he killed her. Really? Yeah. So he, this is going to have a 911 call, and the 911 call, alongside with this, the, the story, Right. Is what I think is the worst part of this. So he calls 911 and um, he tells them that he killed his wife a couple days ago on their anniversary. And that he put her, you know, at this point, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to ruin it. People need to hear it. And then they need, and then we need to just go over it. Right. So let's play it. Now one location of your emergency. Yeah, 
246 Clydesdale Lane. Springfield? You're in Springfield? Yes, yeah, Springfield, Tennessee. It's uh, right behind Oakland Farms. Okay, what's going on? Alright, this is what's happened. Um, I've been married 12 years. On, on, on the 4th, which would have been two nights ago at 4 a.m., um, I shot my wife in the temple of her head. I thought I killed her. And um, I put her in the freezer out in the garage. Well, I checked on her at night, and she's not dead. Um, she's uh, got a big hole in the temple of her head. And um, uh, to get her body moved around in there. I think I broke her wrist. You know, she was frozen from being in the, in the thing. She's been in the thing 48 hours now. No prank call. I need somebody to get out there and help her. I've cleared, I've cleared the premises. I've got away. You know, I'm not going to be there. Um, but I, I promise you this is a legit call, and I need somebody to get out there and help her. Because I, I, I still love her. It's, it's hard, hard to believe that after that, you know. But, um, you know, I... I need to get somebody out there to help her. Okay, what what, I, what happened that what caused you to do that? Um, it, it's a long story. Don't want to get into it. Just want want to get into getting somebody out there to help her. It's, I left the front door open. I left all the lights on in the house, so it would be kind of easy to find the last house on the right on Clydesdale Lane. Um, but I left the front door open and she's in the garage to go through the kitchen to get into the garage. And you'll see her once you get in the garage. And she's a mess. She can't talk. I just get her to blink. Blink once means yes. Blink twice means no. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, so I told her around the road, 10, 15 miles, I'm going to call 911 and get you some help out here. I, I thought she'd been dead two days, and when I checked on her, she was still alive. She's been frozen for two days. She's frozen solid. It's amazing she's still alive. Um, she's got a big, big hole in the temple of her head. I shot her with a 38 caliber uh, handgun. Uh, there's a big hole in the temple of her head. I didn't see an exit one. Uh, what is her name? Samantha Parker. she a white female? Yes. How old is she? Uh, 43 years old. And how long ago did you leave there? Uh... And that's the last time you saw her? Yes, that's the last time I saw her. And she was still in the garage? Yes, she's 
doing the garage. I made her as comfortable as I could make her. She tried to drink a little water. Um, you know, get out and leave her down. Bad shape. Really needs to help her. And the address is 246 Clodsdale Lane? Yes, ma'am. Okay, what is your name? Um, my name is Joe. I'm just leaving it there. Don't want to get arrested tonight and all that. So, uh, we, we don't have a history of domestic disputes. You know, we've never had to call the police or nothing. We just had a real bad night a couple of nights ago. We've been the gun around. Uh, got myself in trouble. So, um, anyway, uh, really Okay, we'll send somebody out there to her. Yeah, I mean, it's it's quite urgent. You know, I think she's dying. You know, Uh, she got a a big hole where temple, you know, the temple of your head is. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Hopefully, you know, I, I love her. I still love her. I've loved her every day I've been married to her. She's had a, a rough stretch here. And, uh, anyway, checked on her and she's still alive. And now I want to get somebody to help her that knows what they're doing. And I got to stay out of trouble with her. So. Okay, we'll send somebody out there. What was your first name? I'm not going to give you my name, sir. Okay, that's fine. Hey, make a note on there. I left the front door open and all the lights are on. Go to the garage. You can't yell for you. You can't yell. You go to the garage. That's where you'll see her once you get to the garage. Okay. We'll send somebody out there. If she needs, you know, paramedics, she needs, she needs everything. She needs an ambulance. You know, she needs, she needs trauma. She's trauma. I mean, she's a trauma face. She might need a helicopter. Um, you know, so please get somebody to her. Okay. Okay. Thank you. That was pretty disturbing, right? Yeah, it was bad. That was bad. It was really bad. So, I think here you're right. That's going to mess people up. Here he is. He calls 911 and he says, I killed my wife two days ago. I put her in the freezer. Another, yeah, I was thinking the same thing like another freezer guy. Right. All these people in freezers. I went out to check on her, and strangely, she was still alive. This is the, this is the part that messed me up. With right. a hole in her head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? And he gave her water. <laughs> okay? Now, let me just let me just fast forward for you. 
That didn't happen. Obviously. She was frozen solid and dismembered. Okay? She was not alive. <laughs> he was completely 100% delusional when he made that phone call. Wait, what? He made that phone call to 911. And she was he was completely delusional. She was dismembered? She was dismembered. She was frozen solid. She had a gunshot wound to her head. Okay? No one really knows the actual cause of death. They can assume that it was the gunshot wound because that's what he said. Right. But she was also dismembered. Oof. Okay, so police get to his house and they find her. And this has to be disturbing oh. as hell. Yeah, of course. Okay. Here's a lady. What the hell did she ever do to deserve this? Nothing. Okay, this happened on their anniversary. Okay, they searched the house. They can't find him. They say the house is immaculately clean. They can't imagine where this happened. There's not a spot of blood. There's not anything. They can't see anything that would have been seen as a crime scene. And he's not giving it up. Well, no, not at this point. So once they find her, the 911 operator calls him back. Um, so where are you? And they send some police like everywhere they think he could be, including to the Toyota dealer because he had called the Toyota dealership and he threatened to kill everyone there. <laughs> so they did send some police there. Claims he was on his way to Chattanooga to visit some friends. Just like that? Yep. Oh, hey. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm on my way to Chattanooga to visit some friends. Well, we found your wife. Yeah. She's, she's not alive. Yeah. yeah. She's you not communicating by blinking. She did not drink water. <laughs> she died. She's stone cold graveyard dead. Right. Dead, dead. So just pull over wherever you're at and we'll have a sheriff's deputy come visit you. Right. Yeah. So this, this, this story all happened in 2014. So they, when he called the police and the 911 operator, it was November 7th of 2014. The creepiest thing about this is the fact that he is saying that she's blinking at him. Right. When and she's dismembered. Telling them how to right. communicate with her. Right. She'll blink once for yes and two for no. Oh my God, this is creepy. <laughs> right? It's so creepy. It's so sick. I'm telling you right now, I legit have chills up my spine. Right. Wait, you know, the crazy part is, is it's like, not that she dismembered and it's not it's a fact that he's stand I can picture him standing in front of the her imagine dismembered that she's alive. and and swearing that she's like mm -hmm. blinking at him and stuff and she's got a hole in her head. In the meantime, imagine the nine one one operator who's like, Oh my god, is this is she really, really alive? Like can alive, we go, right. can we get there and save her? And the cops thinking, What kind of fuckery are we gonna find here? Like <laughs> Is there going to be like a, a lady like with a hole in her head alive? Ma'am, blink twice if you can hear us. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you can hear us. Right. Good God. Man. Right. So they don't even, I mean, in their heads, they got to be like, who's in the freezer? But she's alive. Like, right. so What's in their heads, on? like their brain, because even me, when I listened to the call before I saw the backstory, like I heard the story, I heard the call and I'm thinking, God, I can't believe she survived for two days in the freezer. Like literally that's how I was. If I was a cop there. And I was like having lunch. I would legit finish my whatever sandwich or whatever I'm eating because I realize that I'm going to be there all night. Oh, yeah. There's no, like that is just there's so much going on there. Yeah. Yeah. So they issue a warrant for him, obviously, on the 7th. <laughs> and at 345 p.m., he's pulled over about seven miles over the Kentucky state line. And while they have him pulled over, he shoots himself. Oh, uh, of course. So the way that they found him was they pinged his cell phone. 
and then they followed him, and then they finally pulled him over. So, where is he actually going? I I'm not sure. I mean, he He's wasn't going to, going to visit. Right. He wasn't going to visit friends. I right. guess he was just on the lam. So, on the call, and even like I guess further, he says that he had a very stressful night with her. But it turns out that you know the daughter says her mom was very loving and that he had lost his job and they were having a lot of financial strain including they were going to lose their house and he was going to he was going to have to go into bankruptcy hmm. but even that wouldn't be a reason to kill somebody and then, of course the brutal way it happened there's got to be more to it maybe she maybe they were fighting over it you know maybe she was like yeah, maybe she was like demeaning her in a, in a freezer there's got to be way more to it I mean, there's a lot of hate there imagine this imagine this is going on i mean this guy sounds like he was going crazy anyway cuz he's threatening to kill people at the Toyota right. dealership he's seeing people he's not Right, so I feel like something was going on, but like, all right, imagine your your life is so stressful right now. You lost your job. You're 45. You really don't have any, like, I guess, probably any skills besides like whatever you were doing there. You know, now you're behind on your bills. Now you and your wife are stuck in the house together because they're not going anywhere. Nobody says they're going anywhere. Their blinds are closed. They're probably doing nothing but stressing and fighting. They probably yeah, I gotta tell you, I'm still not gonna chop someone up. Well, you're not you're not mentally unstable. I'm, I'm not gonna like chop anybody up. I gotta no. tell you. But then no I think how bad like maybe she said something to him like, you know, you're a loser or, you know, what's gonna happen to us now? You can't even support us. Like what? Like maybe she said some of those things, and it pushed him over the edge. Maybe. I'm not saying it justifies it. Yeah. I'm just saying that that's what I feel like must have pushed him over the edge. You know, just recently, right before that, the you know the wife had thrown her grandson a birthday party. And everything seemed okay. I mean, just like that. Family members seemed like everything was okay. I mean, they knew that the dad lost his job. They knew that they were having financial problems. But I guess nobody really thought that he was going to kill her. (laughs) Man. And then himself. Yeah, well, I kind of figured he would kill himself once I found him. But what I don't understand about, and I'll never understand these stories, that they do these horrific things. And then they call the police. Hey, by the way, like if you're going to do something like that and then you're on the lam, like wouldn't you just do that and bounce? Right, like no one's gonna like okay, no one's probably even gonna notice this is suspicious, with the exception of their daughter. Right. Well, someone's gonna call and be like, "Hey, I haven't heard from grandma in a while." Right. So they like there's a chance that they might even not even get a well check call for for weeks or days or months. Who knows? So they may not find her. You know what I'm saying? And he's on the run. But why? It just amazes me. They call. Right. Hey, by the way. Right. I mean, obviously, maybe he didn't have any money. Maybe he had nowhere to go, and he just was like. This I, whole thing. Yeah. Wow. I listened to that and I like sat there with my mouth open just like, wow. And like I said, I I actually bought into the fact that she might be alive. And I was thinking, <laughs> well, that's this what poor I, woman. I thought the same thing until he started saying the crazy shit about her blinking and stuff. And I'm like, wait a minute. There's just no way. I don't know. But part of it, you're right. Though. Part she of me is like, water. wow, maybe she's still alive. And I wonder if they're going to get there in time for her. Right. That's bizarre. Isn't that crazy? Did that that tape was nuts. I know. It was bizarre. I know. And it's like so eerie. It is. You know? Like he was just so psychotic. Yeah. Like you gotta be you really gotta be out there to believe that. And he actually thought this. I know. Like he really thought he was talking to her. Can you imagine him no. going out there? No. Opening up the freezer, like taking out whatever part of her was t- still together. Like and thinking she was blinking and drinking. Oh my god, yeah. And, that, and then that's what he says to them. Like 
well, you know, I kill, I thought I killed her, but like now I need you guys to save her because somehow I still love her. Right, but I'm going to leave now. Right. <laughs> and he's Good like, luck when you get there. Yeah, he's like, please save her. Yeah. Wow. wow. That was I mean, a, that was a bonkers one for fifty. My God. I know. Jeez. I, I enjoyed it. I know. I really want to thank everyone fun. for uh, listening for fifty episodes. Yeah, it's like a big deal, right? It is, and we have a lot of listens and a lot of downloads. Yeah, a few thousand. Yeah, we're excited. Which about is it. awesome. We. I mean, I, in a seven-month show. Yeah, I never thought this would happen. No, a seven-month like show. Maybe we have a couple 000. people listen, right? <laughs> yeah, and it's it's not even like it gets promoted or like it's not even that yeah, top. No. Like when you look up true crime, it doesn't show up. You have to like look for it. Right. Or go by word of mouth. So I think like people still stumble upon it and like, what's this, you know? Mm-hmm. So for those who found us that way and gave us a chance, say thanks. Yeah, thank you very much. You got to go back and listen to like some of the earlier ones because some of those are like crazy. Yeah, not number one though. No, not the first I one. I didn't like them. I don't think people judge us from the first one. That's I mean, because like I feel one. like we were a mess. Yeah. Well, Especially me. Like I didn't even have a direction. Yeah. It's still <laughs> a mess at 50, but it's fun. I know. I mean, when it stops being fun, then we'll stop doing it, right? I mean, that's... Yeah. We're not making any money doing this. No. So, yeah. No, it stops being fun. Oh, it's we'll just... for fun and for pure entertainment. And because, you know, I like to wake up in the morning to a text from someone saying, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, I, yeah, I get the same thing. And usually it's like, wow. What, I went into work the other happened? day. Wait, here, this is great. I went into work the other day and um, one of the girls I work with goes, I snapped. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, you know exactly what it is, but no one else around them. Everyone's just, like, looking at her. And she's like, I just I just got it. I that, just got it. I thought it was so funny. That one was so, like, I laughed so hard at that one. And I know. People, I know there's people listening that, like, judge me so much because, like, how can he laugh at that? But, Everybody in a relationship knows how you snap. Yeah. But it's just so funny. He just wrote it. I snapped. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm telling you that everybody there read it was like, oh, okay. I know. If, if you've ever been involved in a relationship, you just you get it. You're like, okay. Yeah, you, know, you just get it. I get it. That right. was a really good one. Thanks. I like 50. It was good. It was good. Well, yeah. like the milestone ones are always really good. I feel good. like it's going to be all downhill from here. So I have to find something really crazy for 100. Maybe 100 will, co- will coincide with Thanksgiving because I have a really good one for Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to have 100 episodes by Thanksgiving, but maybe. I feel like we're right on target. If it's seven months till now, and we took, we, did, we did take like a four-week hiatus. Right. So, all right. All right, folks. We'll see you on the next one. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, bye.